With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN. The Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi hanging out here on this Friday morning. Michael out in New Jersey. Before we get into the show, Michael, how we doing, man? You doing good? That's a We're doing fr- good. Friday yeah, afternoon. Everything's good. Friday afternoon, I'm sure people have skipped work, take the day off, you know, enjoy it. Summertime hours, you know, we don't get those summertime hours, uh, Femi. You know, we got to work through those summertime hours, but we got to watch the NBA draft last night. I bet you had a pad and pen in your hand, taking notes, getting caught up on all these great players and all the things that are going to happen. It was so educational. Your thoughts? You know what? It's, it's luckily that they condensed it down into just about four cents of analysis. I didn't need to take notes. You could just spread it all across all the prospects. <laughs> we'll get into those notes coming up here shortly. But let me set the table first here, Michael, about what we have coming up on these two hours. It's going to be a fun two hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at M Lombardi NFL is where you can find Michael, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up in 30 minutes, Mitch Lawrence, Sirius XM NBA is going to join us to break down the NBA draft, what we saw last night in Brooklyn with Victor Wembanyama, of course, going number one overall to the San Antonio Spurs. But we knew that for about Two months now. Uh, Vinny Maiulo in one hour from right now, Hall of Fame oddsmaker over at the South Point Hotel and Casino, will join us in his usual spot. And then at 1.30 Eastern, 10.30 Pacific, Mike Palm, the VP of Operations here at the Circa Resort and Casino, with Palms Pressing 3 coming up later on in hour number two. You'll want to stick around for all of that here. But uh, you, me- you mentioned all the notes from the NBA draft, Michael. And, and I think things actually kicked off before the draft even started. I mean, yesterday, I'm sure you guys were discussing it on the Lombardi line with the odds movement at the second overall pick. Because like I mentioned, we knew Wembenyama was going to go number one. That was a pretty much a fact. But number two, there was some debate around Alabama forward Brandon Miller and then the guard from the G League Ignite, Scoot Henderson. We were unsure as to who was going where. Woj was saying one thing. Shams was saying another thing. Woj ends up being right there. And the odds movement was absolutely wild. I mean, I was looking at it yesterday morning. Miller, minus 600 or so. The tweet from Shams comes out about how Scoot Henderson is, quote, Gaining momentum, whatever that is, we'll get into all of that. And then Miller goes all the way out to plus 275. 
and then he closes right before the draft around minus 600, minus 700 once people start to figure out that it actually indeed was Brandon Miller. But what did you make of all the swings and the roller coaster ride that was Miller going number two to the Charlotte Hornets? Well, I think a lot of this is, you know, uh, because there's so much time to analyze things. And then you listen to Mitch Kupchak come out and say Miller was a guy all along. I mean, you know, and, and then you listen to all the conversations about Scoot Henderson, about, you know, he works hard, he's highly competitive. You know, look, the NBA is uh, about size and speed and athleticism. Scoot, unfortunately, is only 6'2". Mm. You got a chance to take a 6'9 wing or a, who's an elite shooter or a 6'2 guy who is going to be really good. I, I don't think it's a complicated issue. And I think people sometimes, the further we get away from – what reality is, it, it creates confusion. And I, I think ultimately, if you listen to some of the people that are kind of wired in the league, they felt like it was going to be Brandon Miller all along, and it ended up being Brandon Miller. It did end up being Brandon Miller. But however, I'll push back a little because Shams is very wired in the league. He's very wired in with a lot of the agents. That's kind of been his so deal. So is Woj. And so is Woj, which is what made it tricky yesterday is that you have these two guys. But they all kind of get conned, though, fam. Yeah. I think you got to kind of like sometimes it's not always – remember, they're carriers of information. Mm -hmm. they're being, they have to rely on what people tell them, right? And so – and. They do an incredible job with it, and rarely are they wrong, but they are yeah. sometimes – they are wrong. Sometimes we all are. It's just human nature. People lie to us or people don't deceive us, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, look, how often did we spend time talking about, you know, Zion Williamson was going to get traded, that if Scoot Henderson made it to three, bang, and we're going to have a big mm -hmm. trade. Well, Scoot Henderson made it to three. I'm still waiting on the big trade. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, still waiting. Instead, Scoot Henderson's taking a flight to the Pacific Northwest to go do his press conference for the Portland Trailblazers, and New Orleans is going to have Zion, I guess we believe, for the foreseeable future, or maybe something happens with the new league year. But yeah, I thought it was just interesting because you have these two guys who have high reputations for what they do. They're elite at what they do, the two best in the insider game as it pertains to the NBA, and you had one guy saying one thing and another guy saying another, but when you actually read what they were saying... There was caveats and, yeah, buts all throughout it. Even Woj, as, as convicted as he was last night, and congratulations to Woj for being right on this one over Shams, like, the night before, he was talking about, hey, I would put this in pencil, not pen. Like, he was putting all the caveats after what happened last year with the whole Ben Caro and Jabari Smith thing. So it wasn't like you could have just taken Woj's word and said, that's 100% fact, I'm going to go ahead and bet the house on it because you would have been – in for about a sweaty six hours or so yesterday afternoon when all the market movement was heading towards Scoot Henderson before it finally went back to Brandon Miller. Yeah, which is different. You know, when we had the market movement going towards uh, the second pick overall uh, with C.J. Stroud, that came, that came to be true. We've had the mm -hmm. market movement three years ago to Trey Lance. That came to be true. The NFL's market movement is more realistic than the NBA because I think the NBA guys – are so valued in terms of their knowledge of the league that what they say becomes golden. Whereas yep. in the NBA, everybody knows there's a, you know, Adam's going to be right or Ian's going to be right, but there's a chance they might be wrong. You know, so I think there's a little bit of the confidence in the both beat writers for basketball that projects that market to change so much. Yeah, 100%. I think that's a great point to bring out there. Like the NFL, we almost. We acknowledge, hey, it's lying season. That's the whole joke around the yeah. draft time. It's lying season. NBA, we're just like, Woj said it, so it must be fact. Or Sham said it, must be fact. 
and that's how you had the massive swings. I mean, if you were an arbitrage better, you could have gotten both guys at like around plus 300 or so and then just sat back and watched the draft and made money. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that could have been something right. you did. And that's what you have to do. I mean, look, you know, if you can get the way the market moves, you know, what we have to think like NBA teams have to think, you know, we may take Scoot Henderson and that kind of fills our backcourt at Portland, but what's the next move we could make mm-hmm. around Henderson? Do we trade, do we trade a Lillard? Do we do another trade? What do we do? You know, like everybody just makes it out like these rosters are set when there's moves that are going to come forward after, after these picks are made. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a really fun lesson in betting just with everything that goes on with the markets. Just because the market moves, especially a market like a draft market where it's based on information and the limits aren't as high because the sports books know that they're at a disadvantage, you can't just take a market movement as it's just gospel and it's fact. And you can't take what an insider says as just gospel and fact because sometimes they just don't know. And sometimes, like all of us, we can be wrong, it appears. And, and if you went ahead and just bet the house on Scoot Henderson to go number two overall, I... Thoughts and prayers, because uh, that did not turn out to be the case. Uh, let's do a little segment here, though, Michael, because I know that you have a lot on this upcoming. We'll probably carry this conversation into the next block as well. But it's called What's on Michael's Mind? And you hinted at it as we started the show here, joking that I was maybe taking a lot of copious notes on the analysis in the NBA draft. But what did you make of last night's NBA draft? I have a little bit of a hint after seeing a couple tweets earlier this morning. Oh, it's unwatchable. I mean, it's unwatchable. You can't watch it. I mean, if I were to design a show that people didn't want to watch and it was almost borderline put it on Saturday Night Live as a skit, that's the show I would design. I mean, at some point, I know ESPN's not in the sports business. I get that. I understand the worldwide leader doesn't care about sports. I get it. I understand it. But why can't we have somebody who's actually made a trade in the in the in the on the set, somebody who's been in a draft room, somebody who knows the salary cap. I mean, we got Woj and Bobby Marks set off some island somewhere that they only come in. They're the only two people that could tell us perhaps what's going on moving forward. Put Doris Burke over there. I don't care. Put somebody who studies the league. I mean, JJ Riddick and Jay Billis looked like they were getting ready to have a colonoscopy. They looked so upset. Like it was like, oh my God! And the poor girl who's interviewing people—I don't know who it was. She's her hamstrings got a hurt today. I mean, she couldn't sit. On, I mean, they got the Merv Griffin set over there. All we needed was Kramer and Newman, right, to sit there and play the music as they come over. And the girl can't even sit on the couch. Like, who's designing this? Like, who is making this up? Like, who thought that was a good show? I- I'd like to know that. Like, I like to, like, we're all draft nicks. We want to learn about the players, where they fit, what could they do, what's the next move. And then the NBA adds this ridiculous thing where they can't talk about where they're getting traded. That poor kid puts a hat on that he's not even going to the team. Like, I woke up this morning, I stopped watching it. I love Jordan Welsh, Walsh, the kid from Arkansas. I thought he would yep. go in the first round because he's defensive, he's long, yada, yada, yada. I mean, I look on the thing, oh, he's with the Sacramento Kings. No, wait a minute. He got traded to Boston, but they can't tell you that. It's top secret. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's confusing the consumer, and that's 100%. Like, the second round in itself, I think, like, the first six picks were he was drafted here, but he's actually going here. I'm like, who the hell is on which team? I don't know which team these guys are on, and we don't understand. And it felt like the broadcast was slow in catching us up on all the trades because I think they were confused, too, because it's confusing to everybody. The people who work in the league, I'm sure, are confused by this stuff. 
I mean, it took him two. It took him like two hours to figure out that Cam Whitmore was going to get was get was being disrespected or something going on with his medical. Like at some point, everybody yeah. kind of had a sense that Whitmore might be in trouble. That he's sliding down the board. Like it was a joke. Like, I mean, this is why, you know, when you decide you're no longer in the sports business and you're in the entertainment business, that's fine. But put on, you got 19 channels. Put on a show where we could talk about, okay, what's the salary cap? In, like what Dallas did with their draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. Dallas moved down 12. They got an extra pick. They got another first-round pick. They basically bought $10 million worth of cap room. They take Rasheed Holmes back. I mean, this is some interesting stuff now, right? Yep. They still can't quite get Desmond uh, the, the, the Draymond Green, but they could maybe get someone else, and they got Rasheed Holmes at a $5 million discount over Burkhans. Like, that's the kind of stuff we as betters want to know because maybe Dallas put themselves in position to challenge Denver. You know, what's Phoenix doing to challenge Denver? Like, it's a joke. Like, why not educate the people that want to watch the sport? Yeah, especially this year in particular with the new CBA looming over the entire league. You needed somebody down never, there. Never that really got into yeah. the details of the new CBA. Like, it's just out there. Meanwhile, we're going to interview. You know, look, I get the kids deserve to have their platform. Yeah. But that poor girl's hamstring, she can't. I mean, there's. I bet her back's got to hurt today. We're going to talk more about the NBA draft and also the weirdness with these trades on the other side. We're just getting started. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, I think there's no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Do you disagree with these takes? No way. Uh-uh, no way. Or do you approve? Oh, no doubts. No doubts. No doubts my mind. No diggity, no doubt. It's time to ask Michael Lombardi. No way or no doubt. <laughs> Absolutely love that. That's the first time I've heard that that uh, imaging there. This is good stuff. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line. Oh, Elliot's on his game now. Elliot's on his game. Even though he's going on vacation, he's on his game. That is you know? top notch. I, I love it. So I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this. Uh, obviously, loyal listeners to the Lombardi line, very familiar with this game, no way or no doubt. We're going to go through a bunch of headlines and series of bets to see if, hey, no way or no doubt like the imaging just said. So let's go on down and we'll start with the association before we hit the gridiron with the NFL. And the first one, Michael. The Celtics, right now, plus 475, are the rightful favorites to win the NBA title after trading for Chris Stapps Porzingis. No way or no doubt? I would say no way, but I think Vinny made a great point. I think Brad Stevens has a couple more things up his sleeve. I think he is not going to come back with status quo. He made the smart trade because I feel like he thinks – Derek White is the better player. Whether that's right or not, that's everybody's evaluation. I, think, I don't think he sees the, the need for his team to get tougher. Maybe that's true. Maybe he doesn't. So Perlingas gives him a rim protector and a spacer, and it helps Al Horford out. But I think there's another move coming. If they don't make another move, I don't see this happening because Horford's over, played the most minutes he's played in a while. Porzingis is, has been trouble staying healthy. Brogdon doesn't stay healthy. And Jalen Brown's going to get a huge contract. And so uh, it's going to be hard. Look, they're talented and Tatum's great. So you could never just dismiss them. But I think there's another move coming. Yep, maybe Jalen Brown's on the move. I know he's eligible for that super max extension. Now, I don't think so. Don't they're, think so? They're, they're, they are emphatic based on what I've learned that Jalen Brown's coming back. He's part of the puzzle. Okay. You know, Robert Williams is never healthy. So they're trying to kind of figure this out. But I do think there's another move. But White, to me, Brad Stevens' first trade as an NBA general manager was to get Derek White. And he wants him on the court more than he wanted Marcus Smart on the court. Yeah, Derek White was really good last season. And he's a productive player, smart player, played in San Antonio, learned under Greg Popovich. So I could see why they'd want to place Derek White some more. Let's keep on down the line here, Michael. The second one. The NFL has done enough to reinforce the rules of the league's gambling policy. No way or no doubt. 
Uh, no doubt they have. I mean, they're they're making it clear. But you can't, you know, two things you can't cure, as I told you on the podcast, you can't cure cheap and you can't cure stupidity, right? Like, you can't cure those two things. I mean, people don't leave tips, you can't cure it. They're cheap, right? <laughs> you can't cure people that just behave stupidly. And some people will behave stupidly and they'll get suspended and they'll get fined and they'll lose their career. But the league is doing everything in their power to make sure players are aware what the rules are. They're clear. They're concise. You can understand it. There's no room for interpretation. There's no, well, we're 35,000 feet in the air, so I thought I would play on the Wi-Fi. No, 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 no. When you leave the facility, you can't. Like, it's clear. And if you decide to do something stupid and bet on the game, outside of these rules, you deserve the punishment. And now they're going to have rookies go through a gambling education period as well. So now there's no more excuses of, hey, I didn't know or I wasn't clear on this or I didn't. It's like, hey, these are the rules. You've been told the rules. You've been reinforced on the rules. Follow the rules or there'll be consequences. Number three, DeAndre Hopkins will take another free agent visit before signing with a new team. No way or no doubt. No, no way. I, this is about money, right? I don't think this is about fit. I think this is about money and who's going to spend. And there could be a team like Kansas City that comes out of the darkness. Look, everything that you can get done on a visit is can occur through a Zoom call or through a telephone call. I don't think people are going to come off vacation to toast Hopkins at their facility. So at least till July 15th, I don't think he'll take it. There's no way he will take another vac- another trip. Nope. So Hopkins may be done with the frequent flyer miles there for our Southwest Airlines, and, and maybe we'll just sit back and see where he goes ahead and signs. Any indication, anything that's the latest on the Hopkins front? I haven't heard anything on that. You know, I mean, look, clearly he's not getting the money he wants or else he would have signed a contract. Makes a lot of sense. An upset Stefan Diggs, this one number four, an upset Stefan Diggs will cause the Bills offense to regress in 2023. No way or no doubt. No way. I mean, look, lots on Ken Dorsey's plate here. You know, if you go through the targets over the last three seasons and the percentage of catches by Stefan Diggs, I mean, last year he was at 70% targets to catches. You know, he's at, he's had well over 100 targets every single season. They're trying to get him the football. You know, now what's going on? I don't know. Are they going to be more of an 11-12 team than they were last year, which were they were mostly all 11? Maybe he's bothered by their emphasis on trying to run the ball a little bit more. You know, could be problematic. But I do think it'll get worked out. I mean, McDermott and Brandon Bean just signed contract extensions <laughs> today. They've got the full support of the ownership group. So I do think this will get worked out. Is that real alignment? Because I know you talk about alignment oftentimes with the head coach or general manager and the ownership group. Is that alignment real or is it kind of just artificial? Right. To me, there's always a difference between alignment and being on the same page. Everybody's in the organization in July are on the same page. Everybody in June, they're on the same page. Once you start losing, you know, nobody, then, then you find out who's aligned and who's not. Right. So I think to me, they are aligned. You, McDermott's aligned. Bean's aligned. They're all aligned with the ownership group. And why shouldn't they be? They've been very good. They've won games. They haven't won the big one. Mm-hmm. But why would you? Why would you pull the plug now? They've got to get Diggs in place. And I'm sure. Look, Diggs caused headaches in Minnesota. This is not uncommon for what happens with Stephon Diggs. Same thing happened at Maryland. That's why he's a fifth round pick, Femi. Yep. 
Yeah. And, and everyone wonders, like, hey, how did he go to the fifth round? Well, starting to see a little bit why. But, I mean, I, I would justify it. He's a, he's a hell, hell of a talent. But you can see. Well, yeah, sure. You're the, you're, 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 just, you're the Will Rogers. You love everybody. You're, just, you're like Sister Teresa. You'll take them all in. It's just perfect. <laughs> you know, you got, you know. Fit them all in. Fit them all into the house. Hang out here. We'll we'll, we'll We'll feed you three meals. We'll give you shelter. We'll take care. It's not your fault. It's all good. We'll make it work. Here's this next one. I love in the last block where you said you would you would trade somebody. I would love to be in the room where you had to call a player and tell him you were trade. You would be so you would be so upset to do it. Anthony Simons. I mean, what is? Yeah. Yeah. Bye. See ya. No, you, you, you're not that cold-hearted. There's no way you would do that. There's no way. You're too nice. I'm a nice like, guy, I but I like, to, I like to win, too, Michael. I like to win. Yeah, and, I feel and, you know, bad. It's... I don't really want to do this. They're making me do this. I don't want to do it, you know? <laughs> Let's get to our next one here. We've got a couple minutes left, and this one is uh, close to home for me. The Dallas Cowboys will have another 12-win season, no way or no doubt. Be careful, that's a hard Michael. one. Be I, careful. I, that's a hard one. Uh, I mean, I know you and Dave Ross are over the 12. I, I would say no way. I think it's going to be hard to win 12 games. I mean, you're 12 and 5. That's mm-hmm. a 17-game schedule. 11 and 6 isn't a bad season. Uh, I, I think it's going to be challenging. I think Washington will be better uh, this year because if they could just get some things going offensively, whether it's Sam Howe or with new coordinator Eric Bieniemy, so I'm going to say no way they win 12. I would say 11 is their. I think they win 11. That doesn't mean they can't make the playoffs or win the yeah. Super. I'm not saying that at all. You're asking me, can they win 12? That doesn't make them a bad team. I just don't think 12's in the cards. Yeah, and the win total's at nine and a half. So if they win 11, you comfortably fly over that win total there. Yeah, uh, I, I so. like their win total over nine and a half. I do. I like their team a lot. But there's just something about Dallas that always seems to be problematic to me. They don't handle – I mean, they've, how many home playoff games are you going to have to endure losing? It's been a lot, Michael. It has been a lot. I'm hoping this is the year, but we've been hoping that since 1995. Yeah, but don't ever confuse hope for a plan, family. Nope, Let's nope, be clear. No, it's, it's not a plan. Well, luckily they don't pay me to have a plan for the Dallas Cowboys. I just get to root for them on Sundays, Thursdays, Mondays, and whichever days NFL games are on. Uh, this last one, the New Orleans Saints can compete – for an NFC championship. And this is a quote from Cam Jordan. I expect a Super Bowl. I expect to take Derek Carr, DC4, back to Vegas where he just left and have a return run at the Super Bowl. No way or no doubt. No way. No. No way. No way. <laughs> yeah, there's. I don't see it either. <laughs> there's too many concerns there. I mean, first of all, you know, I mean, Derek Carr's never led a team to a Super Bowl, right? I mean, yeah. remember the playoff game against Cincinnati, first and goal with the nine, and we spike it? I, I mean, come on. I remember Please, that one. Stop. I remember that one. Stop. Yeah. No, I'm with you. No no way. I, I don't think no you're going to win the division, Cam Jordan. How about that? <laughs> I don't think you're going to win your so division. I don't think so either, come to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, no way. No way on the New Orleans Saints. All right. On the other side, it's the critically acclaimed segment that everyone's been waiting for. Mike Palm's pressing three coming up next here. Three already? Wow. On the Lombardi line here, presented by Bet MGM. This is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem 
for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You should. You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Welcome back. This is the final segment of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Michael Lombardi. Mike Palm, VP of Operations here at the Circle Resort and Casino, joining us for two segments here. And to help us wrap up the show, we're going to do something that you guys all know and love, all of our Lombardi Line listeners. It's Palms Pressing 3. So with that, I'll lay out, and Mike Palm, take it away. Elliot, I think I'm going to skip number two and do the alternate because you guys covered number two in the uh, No Way, No Doubt. Number one, Michael, Keen Lombardi Line and GM Shuffle listener, shout out to Femi, have heard you mention that people in the know in the league know there's more than meets the eye with the DeAndre Hopkins off-field situations. So what do you make of the Patriots bringing him in for a visit, let alone the possibility of him ending up in Foxborough? Well, I think it's a research project, right? I mean, they got to get their hands around it. They've heard everything. I mean, they've got Bill O'Brien there. Now, Bill O'Brien isn't saying, we can't do this. Bill O'Brien is saying, you know, the guy brings this, this, and that to the table. However, he also brings this, this, and that. That could be a negative. You know, we know he doesn't practice. We know he's not really one of those Patriot players who are going to drive and work hard and come to the facility. He's, you know, I'll get there on time. I'm leaving right after. So you got to kind of work your way around it. And they've got to measure do they want to invest some of next year's cap money into this year's cap. I think it's more worthwhile to do it for Dalvin Cook than it would be for do it for Hopkins. Hopkins has this unbelievable uh, reputation that he's going to carry a team to a Super Bowl. Well, let's stop with that, please. I mean, he's a good player. He really is. He's always covered. And that being said, you know, he makes a lot of catches, but they get first downs. They don't get touchdowns as much as he did in the past. And the fact that he can't practice, how do you get a rhythm going with that? The other part of this would be, look, they've got to try to help Mac Jones as much as they can. Parker's had some injuries. Thornton missed some of the spring because of injuries. You know, Kendrick Bourne had a good year two years ago, didn't play well last year. So I'm sure they're looking at it and saying, okay, Smith-Schuster was hurt during all of minicamp. So they're looking at their depth chart saying, are we sure we've got this covered? But I think a lot of it's going to come down to price. And I'm not sure the price is going to fit for them. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is with, the longer this goes, does the price continue to go down? And does that bring more teams into this? That's what we've talked about on the GM Shuffle podcast, that maybe Buffalo reemerges as a potential destination for DeAndre Hopkins. All right, we're going to go to question three, Elliot. Michael, are we staring a gift horse in the mouth with Bryce Young to win Rookie of the Year? No, yeah. it's not sexy to tie up money all season on a 3 to $4 price that isn't a long shot. But from every indication, the kid has integrated smoothly. No surprise, we know he's a gym rat. We know he will be set up for success with a great running game and defense. Is this a wager you support, and who could you possibly see outperforming him barring an injury? Well, I mean, everybody's going to tell you Bijan Robinson could be the guy that does it, but Bijan's got Cordell Patterson next to him. He's got Algier next to him. He's got other guys 
that are also get the football in Atlanta. Plus, we don't even know if the quarterback's going to be good enough, right? So I agree. I think Bryce Young is really the obvious choice, and we're making it more complicated than it needs to be. He's smart. You know, he walks into an offense that he, you know, immediately beats out Andy Dalton without any, any offs, without any training camp practices. I mean, it was clear the minute this kid walked in the building that he's a type A leader and he's going to lead that team and they're going to rally around him and he's going to play the point guard. Now, will he have some bad games? I'm sure he will. But look, he's going to go in there and he's going to play and he's going to raise their level of play. And they've got a good offensive line with Miles Sanders. They that Their defense, if they can keep their corner situation healthy with Burns coming off the edge, if he's healthy, they have a really good chance. So I've said it all offseason. This was not a team that, was, that deserved the first pick in the draft. They traded a lot of assets to get Bryce Young. I think it'll be worthwhile. I think he's the rookie of the year. Yeah, and doing preparation for the show, and I was asking Elliot, I was like, what are the palms pressing three questions? I hated that this was a question because I agree with it so much. <laughs> like, I, I think we're talking too much. I'm like, I still want to get a chance to get five to one or maybe four to one or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think that price could continue to go down the closer we get Mike, to kickoff because I think this is – Bryce Young should be the favorite for this award. Femi wants to bet Justin Fields for rookie of the year again. I mean, he's back on that train. You know, he wants to what? reinvest that one. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, a, that's a reach. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean – you know, it's we're not. Well, he's starting over again. He finally has weapons now, so why not? He'll be make him a rookie again. We were getting along so well talking Bryce Young. We had, we had harmony, and then here you go. <laughs> You're bringing up my guy Justin Fields. Well, he got that whale capper venom in him during the break. Okay. Uh, well, hey, hey, I'll stop for a second before your last Trey Lance. Did you read yesterday? <laughs> On the Adam Schefter podcast that he sunk so low. Like, even Schefter, who, you know, is close with Kyle, they have go back to Denver. I mean, he's known Kyle since he was 10 years old, right? Like, Kyle's not even endorsing this anymore. And, and the guy's MVP number went from 30 to 25. Like, I mean, I, I don't understand it. Like, who is, uh, I do understand it because the earth moves when he speaks. But seriously, like, how is this happening? All right, here's the alternate question, Michael, and it's very timely. That's why I wanted to get in. VEASAN is getting ready to start football week, and all of our hosts will be making predictions for the world-famous VEASAN football betting guide. Did I hear correctly that you have predicted that the New England Patriots will be a playoff participant? And if this is true, who of the AFC East teams is the big disappointment that you are leaving out? I think I left Baltimore out. Because I'm not in love with – look, I, I think if we're all thinking alike, no one's thinking, right? And and I love these things on the betting guides because, you look, the AFC is hard to figure out. It's a challenge. A lot of good teams in there. And Baltimore could make it or they couldn't make it. You know, I put Cleveland in there. I think you got to take a little bit of a liberty. I believe in defense. I think defensive teams will always rise. I think New England's defense is pretty good. I think if Barmore stays healthy to go along with this white kid that they drafted in the second round with Judon and Uche, they can rush the passer and they can cover. Now, the Jones kid they're counting on to be a good player. Unfortunately, he went down a dumb road and took a gun to an airport, which is not a smart thing to do, and try to check it through without checking it. So, you know, that's an issue. But, look, I, I have faith in the coach. I mean, 
I have faith in their program, and I believe that they'll find ways to win games. Last year, they should have been a playoff team. They just gave games away as bad as the season was. So I have no problem defending the pick. Call me a homer if you want. I don't really care (laughs) because I just know the coach's track record, and I know how he's going to build this team to win games, and everybody wants to check off the schedule. Well, they can't win that one. They can't win that one. All of a sudden, they do. Yeah, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. I think he's gonna be a really stud, uh, nice stud for <laughs> my palm over here laughing. I, 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 I suppose you're gonna have the 49ers in the playoffs too. I mean, all Homer picks. I'm, I'm kidding, Michael. But I, I was looking at our odds in our future here at Circa yesterday, um, and the Eagles and the 49ers are exactly the same price to win the NFC, and that sort of surprised yeah. me a little bit yeah. that the Eagles aren't the favorite. Do you think they should be co-choices? Are the 49ers? Do the, do the 49ers come into the season with an equal chance of making the Super Bowl as the Eagles? They shouldn't because there's uncertainty at yeah. quarterback. And and in the podcast that I referenced, Sam Darnold was getting a ton of praise by the 49er people, which I said, look, they signed Darnold the day free agency started. That's the guy they wanted. That tells you a lot. I think Philadelphia, the thing I worry about Philly is we've all had a chance to study this six-back offense this offseason. Right, Everybody kind of knows what Philly's going to do from the rugby formation to the six-pack. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I think they're a very good team. But there's going to be a little bit of how do we defend it? What do we do against it? And how do we take it away? There's that cycle that works in the NFL. And I think you're going to have to study. Philadelphia is a team. Let me say this very clearly. You cannot get ready to play the Eagles' six-pack attack the week you play them. You have to prepare all offseason to play that because it moves too quick and it's a little bit different than everybody else's offense. Yeah, I think if Brock Purdy is good to go for the Niners, I'll take it a step farther that the Niners should be the favorite in the NFC because the Philadelphia Eagles, they got to deal with that team down in Dallas. Michael just said <laughs> yeah. that. Wait, de- in defense, the playoffs? They won't de- have to de- deal with them in the playoffs. <laughs> defense is how you win. And I'll say the Dallas Cowboys are going to have the best defense in the NFL this I love season. When, I love when we get Twitter. Mike, I love when we get Twitter <laughs> Femi on the show. Every time I try to poke Twitter Femi, I love when he comes out. It's the best. Get Twitter Femi out. The Dallas Cowboys will have the best defense in the NFL, led by Michael there Parsons. There he goes. You heard it here first. You heard it Twitter here first. Twitter Femi, I love him. Get the bets in while you can. That does it for the Lombardi line. Thank you to Mike Palm. Thanks, Thank you to Mike Mitch Palm. Lawrence. Awesome work. Thank you to Vinny Maiulo. For Michael Lombardi, I'm Femi and for our producer, Elliot Bowman, and the entire crew behind the glass. We wish you all the best of luck. Be some best bets coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.